Welcome to Control-Alt-Revolt, the podcast, episode, wait for it, 133. Yeah, because we forgot one, <laughs> and I think it was ID Prism that asked about it in the comments, and we checked, and we're like, whoops, <laughs> we forgot that one. So, it's such a free and easy podcast, as Nick was just saying to me, we're just going to go back and do it now. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to go back and mess with the entire... If you have a systems issue, you are about to be... You're about to melt down. <laughs> We're going to do some major It's triggering. episode 133. 134 already happened. <laughs> it's like time travel or something. Exactly. <laughs> and there was the weekend vlog that the insiders got, and they really seemed to dig it. Yes. So I if you're for not... For the most part. I think a couple of people said they prefer to listen because maybe like they're doing other stuff, but I would suggest, if that's you, thank you for the feedback, but... It works just as well if you just want to listen to it. Yeah. I don't think there was anything major to see, right? All the so. feedback I, I saw, those the people really dug it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially the part where I screamed at boat people. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I, I'm just saying, like, if you really prefer to listen and you're just busy and you only have, like, time where you can only listen and not watch, like, yeah. I, I think it would just be the same for you as, as our normal audio one. So, like, I think that's cool. Uh, so if you are not a subscriber, I really highly encourage you to subscribe because that was actually a lot of fun and I think we're going to keep doing it mm-hmm. and we will get better at it. Yeah. I thought we did pretty good first time out, but not bad for first I think time. we need those like lavalier mics so we don't have to hold this mic up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think about, what do you mean by that? You mean where you clip it on? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think yeah. those are called lavalier mics. Okay. I'm probably saying it wrong. Lavalier. Lavalier, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, Yeah, I got you. So we need to invest in that. I'm trying to think. I think I bought one a long time ago that's a little one. Yeah. I don't think it's a very good quality one, though. Right. But I think I do have one. I'll just have to look for it. Probably use your selfie stick. Yeah, I have to find that, too. Unless we got rid of it in our big, in our great purge. But (laughs) the the insider content is good. So if you are on the fence about becoming an insider, please consider coming on over and becoming an insider. Um, we don't usually do a Monday show, but there was some pest control going on at our house because the little baby tiny ants are invading. Yeah, we want to nip it in the bud before it becomes a major problem and they become grown-up ants. So, yeah. Grown-up ants. Yeah. So uh, we, we kicked ourselves out of the house and uh, we said, you know what? Let's go make a podcast because it do seem that the world is absolutely on fire right now. Yeah. It seems like Canada has survived until Monday. Thank you, God. That was Uh, awesome. But it does seem like the police have turned into utter wankers. Really? They're going around. Like, well, first off, there are reports that large sections of the police and the military are tendering their resignations. That is unconfirmed. But that is actually the way to go. Those people will be able to live with themselves for having done the right thing and they will sleep the sleep of the just and they will be loved by the civilization that will arise out of this because as I said over the weekend I have no intentions of losing this conflict Mm-mm. I think that they're like people talking about a peaceful divorce or uh, that uh, there's going to be um, we're all going to get along or have, no, no you really need to understand in this conflict one side is going to crush the other and I intend not to lose. Now, if that means that I need to die so that they win, I'm cool with that. I'm not going to live in a total, and I don't think anybody in this podcast is going to do it either. 
but live in some totalitarian globalist hellhole. Not doing it. Well, I mean, I think the way that we see it, and probably most people on this podcast, is, like, the level that they've taken it to is, like, it's pretty clear to us, even if we quote-unquote went along with it or whatever, that's going to end in death pretty quickly anyway. So, like, we might as well fight to the death because... That way also leads death. And our way, actually, there's a good shot. Yeah, so. You saw what happened with Joe Rogan this weekend. Like, I, I apologize. <laughs> I, I've got Jordan Peterson's voice better, but, like, Joe talks like Joe. Joe is also a Muppet, too. So it's like your Jordan one, but I think Joe's is Joe, just a slightly lower-voiced Muppet. Not low-low, low, just, like, like this, a little low, lower than the Jordan, low, which is a little higher. Low. Yeah, low. I feel like it's like that. Uh, I, I, mean, I apologize this weekend. And uh, they still want my head, baby. <laughs> no, Dennis Miller. <laughs> I know. Barber. Sam Davis Jr. Barber. No, Joe goes out and like, hey, okay, I'll try to, I'll try to have more people on, you know, with multiple. No, Joe, Joe Rogan must be flung from the Tarpeian Rock. So like, there's no compromising. There's not. It, this ends when one side wins. And and I, unfortunately, I see a lot of my fellow people who I think like, you know, like. They're still laboring under this, like, we can go over here to, you know, this place and be it. No, no, they're never going to, they're never going to stop. Wrap your mind around this ends in one side and just determine that you're going to be the last man standing and you will win. Yeah. I mean, one example of that, uh, a small example or whatever, is that Dr. Mercola that we really like and we follow. He just happened to mention today in one of his articles. So obviously they've gone after him majorly. Um, and it sounds like even death threats and everything. And so, like, a lot of you guys know, but a while back, it got so bad that he literally, he leaves his art, his videos or his articles up for 48 hours only, and then he takes them down. So he sends stuff out every day, but it's only up for 48 hours. Well, recently, he decided to put all of his stuff, because he still kept his stuff on his own, you know, computer or archives. He's put all his archived stuff now on Substack in like, I think he calls it like the article vault or, you know, something to that effect. Um, that if you pay like a Substack subscription, um, you can get all of his content that he can't keep up anywhere. Um, and now like he's, he only just started that. And he said within I don't know, a couple weeks of doing that or whatever. Now they're suddenly like going after Substack about him, but about like people in general. But I think they have kind of made it about him specifically. And now they're trying to pressure Substack, but yeah. Substack so far is not caving. I like that the the, <laughs> the the loony organization that's run by the Muslim guy in the UK that's probably Soros funded. Yeah. Or at least Soros attached. They're like, um, what did they say? The content on Substack is so bad that other people won't even... This is the only place yeah. it, that will publish it or whatever. And I'm like, sweet. That's I'm that's going that's at me. the... That's me. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm All that, that disaster, that's all me. Oh, but we have to share the really stupid name of that organization, the which center, is so eye-rolly. The Center for, for Countering, countering Digital, digital Hate. hate. <laughs> that tells you everything right there. It's yeah. a grift. It's a con. It's a bunch of garbage raccoons. These people are not interested in seeing your side. They're not interested in getting along. And if you carved out some state, they would dedicate their entire life to destroying that state. Yes. I know that you do not want to destroy them. But you have to understand, they want to destroy you. Yeah. So you're going to need to kind of figure out what you're going to do with that now. 
And there really is only one answer unless you're totally suicidal. Yeah. And you're not. So wrap your mind around it that you've got to destroy them. Exactly. Hey. Um, There's some digital hate for you, Ahmed. I was just going to say, we have another sighting of a coffee shop character that I don't think we've, I don't think <laughs> no, we've we mentioned him guy. on here before. Yeah. You want to tell about him since he, they seem to enjoy he, our he, coffee shop he characters. He is some sort of Persian man. He's large, but I've seen him in scrubs before. And then the office that he comes out of, there's a lot of chicks with really crazy boob jobs and lips. Oh, wait, he comes out of an office yeah. here? Oh, yeah. okay. So I call him Dr. Mahmood boob job. <laughs> I call him Dr. Midriff because one day he was wearing like yeah. a really short shirt and like his belly was really sticking out of it. And I mean, like a, it wasn't an a, accident. It was like had, a short he shirt. He has a prodigious <laughs> belly. Yeah. So tell us in the chat whether you like Dr. Mahmood boob job. <laughs> or Dr. Midriff. Or Dr. Midriff. No, no, no hurt feelings. Nick is the master of coming up with crazy names. So. <laughs> there has been no dark shame in sighting. I know. I do believe that the dark shaman did manage a soul swap and exchange <laughs> exchange bodies with that younger dark shaman who came in wore the same shirts. But we only same saw thing. that guy one time. Yeah, I know. He he had to leave. Yeah. He had to go. Yeah. There was maybe I, he sensed he could pick up the the vibes of us talking about him and realized we were onto him. I think that he he is a whole bunch of crazy. Now the Gem Show is going on in Tucson right now. Mm, I can see and him being there. If you ever want to see a bunch of crazy people, <laughs> go to the Gem Show in Tucson. Yes, but it it's basically a bunch of people it's that a look bunch exactly of like that guy. Yeah, no, you're right. I didn't think about that. That would be like his. I would really habitat. like. I would really like to be canceled in some way or achieve some level of success, um, where I could just kind of do what I want, and I would probably write cool like. Uh, I would write my own versions of, of, of Longmire and things like that, but I would probably like do like a Southwestern sheriff kind of detective novel, and cool. I would set it at the gem show, sort of like, you know, just weirdo craziness hey, yeah. and things like that. I would, I would like yeah. to just write sort of detective novels. That's, that's kind of my last act, I think. I like that. Yeah. I, I think like detective novels. Maybe that's why I try so hard to get canceled. <laughs> you know, like, so just kick me out of this so I can, you know, go make up a name, you know. Well, I think these days you almost Richard Devereaux will maintain your audience science fiction author. better if you try no, to get canceled. Mystery author. Yeah, no, I, I think I need a stronger name like Yeah, Devereaux sounds too fancy. Too fancy. Like for yeah. gritty detective novels. Gritty. Devereaux is a nice name, but it just sounds yeah. fancier. Yeah. How about grit grit? That could be my name. <laughs> no. Gritty McGrittington. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Pass on that idea. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> How about Sand Grit? Sandy Grit. Is Sandy still a male name? It used to be. Mm, I think it could be, but it sounds more like a female name. Sandy. So. I don't even think it's a female name anymore. You who, know? Oh. Who names yeah, their kid? Who true. names their daughter Sandy? As it, yeah, it's not very popular now. I don't, I don't hear it too much. You're right. I, had a, I have a cousin Sandy, but she's a little older. Than My me, local so. jazz station has a new um, DJ on there, and. She's kind of a famous African-American DJ from back east. And she has this name. And every time she says it, I always hear this Dave Chappelle sketch where he plays like the crack addict. Mm -hmm. And I think her name is Rhonda or something like that. Rhonda sounds right. 
and like like he's always like trying to con Rhonda for more drugs and like now come on Rhonda oh yeah <laughs> so whenever she's like this is Rhonda Jazz you know like this is this is this is Rhonda Black on the jazz station I always think that's a Rhonda you know like that's like Dave Chappelle like because we all like we you pick names that arrive at the people that you think that they're like you know like right. Karen is a Karen you know mm-hmm. you know like John Devereaux doesn't sound like a a, a mystery writer. You know, so it's interesting. Like, so like, now, so now, whenever she says her name, you know, at the at, at the top of the hour, I always think of the Dave Chappelle sketches, which is pretty funny. I think John Devereaux sounds like, you know, if he wrote more like British mysteries, something that was like a little. Fancier. He sounds like an overheated '70s writer, like the guys <laughs> that wrote like Taipan and Shogun. Oh. You know, like the the super overheated male masculine. You know, which is not. I I could write that too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I was like the guy who makes the French Dispatch movies, I would I would make movies about those guys. Wes Anderson. Yeah. 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 That's true. What's our our favorite one is still a hotel. What's the hotel one? Hotel that he made. Uh, really? Buda, the Grand, Buda, Grand Budapest Hotel. That's yeah. It. Yeah. I really liked the French Dispatch. Yeah. I really liked the French Dispatch. Yeah, that one was good too. I really liked the French. But we really Dispatch. did not like the Life Aquatic. We, like, couldn't even no, finish it. No, The Life Aquatic it's is really unwatchable. <laughs> it is unwatchable. I thought so. But French Dispatch is great. Mm-hmm. But Medusa won't let me go see it anymore. No, I mean, we saw it once. I don't usually repeat. But anyway. I would watch The French Dispatch every Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good one. It was beautiful. So, we saw a video over the weekend with the guy... Yeah. Who's the only our guy favorite, that's more our, obsessed our, with our the Our favorite di- dead horse, <laughs> no pun intended, to beat is back. Tiffany Dover. Tiffany Dover. And Joe And Leonard. just before you think that she's alive, she ain't. But right. the guy who is the Tiffany Dover freak is a guy named Joe Leonard. We will post his video in the comments, and you can watch it. But Joe was approached by MSNBC. Just NBC. Not NBC. Just NBC. Just NBC? Yeah. Are they still proud as a peacock? Probably, Is yeah. it must-watch TV? Um, they say so. <laughs> Do you think that they took down all the Cliff Huxtable pictures in the hall? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that... <laughs> there was probably sure. a time at MSNBC, NBC under Brandon Tartikoff, uh, which is not Brandon Tarkington. That would, be a, that would be the love child of Fran Tarkington, fabled Vikings quarterback, and mm. someone else. Yeah. Brandon Tartikoff was a different person. Yeah. Brandon Tarkington. Fran Tarkington. His name was Fran Tarkington. How Fran. about that? Wow. How'd you like to be that guy? NFL quarterback with the name Fran. Yeah, I've never heard of that for a guy. Francis. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. He was a fabled scrambler. He was little for a quarterback. Really? But he could scramble like no tomorrow. That's cool. When I was a kid, he was a big quarterback. Nice. Yeah. In the, like, uh, well... I was going to say in the Joe Montana days, but that was when I was a kid. So that maybe was it when was you still, were a kid. Yeah, before yeah. that. Fran okay. Tarkington was big when I was a kid. Terry Bradshaw was big. He was still big uh, when I was a kid. Roger Staubach had just... I forget who the 70s and 80s cowboy quarterback was. I think it was Staubach. But, like, you know, like, that was important. Because in the 80s, um, they had these pencils that were all the football teams. Oh, really? And then... The boys, we would all take our pencils and then we'd play the flick game where you try to break the other guy's pencil. Oh, so yeah, you'd yeah. have your football team 
and then you'd slam it into the other guy's football team, and that was the winner of the game. Really? We went through a lot. I was of, just gonna say that. We went through a lot of pencils, and then and then my school had a little bananka addiction going on. What's you mean like mouth yeah. wash spray stuff? Yeah. Really? Bananka? Interesting. Yeah, we had a bananka addiction. Um, the spray stuff. And then there were little challenges. Could you spray it like 28 times in Whoa. your mouth? <laughs> you know, and then Bananka came out with liquid drops. And then that, oh, yeah. that reached a whole new level of thing. But like, oh my goodness. We, we were like Bananka junkies at that Would school. it like make you hyper, do you think? Or it no? Might, like, I'm, did I'm it sure have that it was sugar, sugar water at yeah. some level. Yeah. But man, Bananka and Cowboy versus Steeler pencil fights. <laughs> Trapper Keepers. Oh, man. Trapper Keepers, you know, yes. That that mission or state report six months out, you know, you like all your grand plans. It's not due today. I'm going to build a mission. I'm going to use paper and flour and paste. You know what was so awesome for me? Cause I'm going to make electric lights in the mission, even though they didn't have them. So you liked stuff like that? Cause see, I like dreaming of it. I oh, didn't like yeah, getting I it actually, actually done. I hated stuff like that. And somehow, my brother had to do it, and he was one grade ahead of me. And somehow, magically, the miraculous wonderfulness of it, they stopped it, like, my year. And I didn't have to do it, and it was so great. <laughs> I think the Indians were upset about it. I think it. I had to do a report, but not, like, build the whole mission thing. Just, like, a essay. So that was good. So back to NBC, the halls of NBC. What was the moment they took down the cause? Oh, man. I like, mean... Did they leave it up there for a long time? Because it had to look a little dated with Theo and... Cliff and all the girls in their like really crazy 80s loud loud sweaters, sweaters and everything yeah. they must have taken it down long before the rape but allegations it was, it was such like an iconic <laughs> show that did so well I could see them having left it up until then maybe just because it was it was pretty iconic it was pretty it icon- was pretty big but there must have been a day that it was silently taken down I would imagine it took a few days and then someone walked someone, over, someone walked along they, the hall and they hey, said whoa, <laughs> whoa I that's, better I gotta get a work order in <laughs> yeah we gotta take Cliff down <laughs> 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 Cliff's not a feather in the peacock anymore. <laughs> no. Oh, man. That is just so crazy still. That is hard to believe. It's weird when someone... It's not weird when someone is so opposite of their right. acting persona when it goes the other way. Like, when someone's really a nice guy in real right. life and they play villains, that's fine, and that's kind of what you expect. Right. But it's so weird when it's the other way. Even like how you yeah. were talking about Bob Saget. Not that he's, not that he was a rapist, nothing like that. But that he was still so well, different from his good boy persona that he would play on TV. And then he wanted to be all bad boy and cuss and be all dirty. And yeah, stuff, you know, like, he was. He was more open about how awful he was. Mm-hmm. I think that he was. Well, I don't know. I, I can't say that. You know, there may have been some Epstein involvement. I don't know. But it's still weird. But for but people, he was b- like, very open about like he did not want to be America's dad. Yeah. He went to great lengths to to attempt to destroy that in every possible, you know, thing. Yeah. Um, you know. Well, anyways, so we so we move on. So so M- NBC calls Joe Leonard, and they're like, we want to do a piece on Tiffany Dover, and Joe rightly diagnoses right off the bat, no, you don't. What you want to do a piece on is right-wing extremism. So Joe Joe gives some really great arguments. He's a fun guy. I, I I like his personality. He's very 
He's quirkily interesting. Well, he's also a gamer and a game designer, and yeah. apparently some of well, his some of his video content is about that. So I know some of our audience crosses over into that what realm are these as well. Games used to be like. <laughs> so I'm just saying, you guys might find him interesting in that way or... too. I don't know what you mean by payday. Board games? What? No, like video games, video obviously. Games. <laughs> okay. But um. Shout out in the chat. What's your favorite video game? What's yours? It's either Super Cobra. Scramble, Asteroids Deluxe. So you mean what? What are people's favorite old school video yeah, games? Yeah, that's the only Not video like games there are. One. New video games suck lately. You like the one you're playing right now, right? I am playing No Man's Sky, and I just like goofing around like on the planet. Like it's relaxing. And, yeah, but like, there. But that's an old game. That's like 2016. Oh, okay. Like new games really have not been that good. They've been like, I, I played the latest Battlefield, and they're like. Let's let's have global war and climate change. You know, oh they literally goodness. have like tornadoes in the middle of your battle, <laughs> and you're like, all right, I get it. You know, and then I'm like, all right, I'll play the old battlefield. Women and black people saved World War One, and I'm all okay, okay. And then I'll play like Call of Duty, and they're like, everybody's a superhero with guns, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> It's worse than screaming at both people. I just want to play a game. And I think I reached a place, like, when I have some gaming time, I just want to make a little empire. Yeah. I just want to make a little house. Yeah. I want to have, like, a little little setup. You want to craft I some, want to craft. some items. And I want to look at the sky. I want to, you want know. maybe forage. I like singular experiences. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. I mean, I, I play, like, a lot of running and gunning, shooting, just for goofing around and yeah you know acuity and and i think it's good sort of your, for your hand-eye coordination anyways so watch the joe leonard video it's really great let's do some reverse diagnosis and figure out what they're trying to do right so here we have joe who who pretty regularly beats the tiffany dover drum he's the tiffany dover source he rightly diagnoses that he's not going to get a think piece interview in which they're all Tell us, Joe, what do you think happened to Tiffany Dover? It's it's going to be something like right-wing extremist, you know, next on NBC. Because I think he even looked up the chick's yeah, and, and other work, whole thing is like and that's her whole under. thing. And so yeah. he's like, no. Yeah, so, so okay, so we know that, that they're now making... Okay, they're saying Tiffany Dover is a right-wing extremist thing. So let's back up a little and say it's not... It's a vaccine injury thing. And I think everybody should be concerned about va- vaccine injury and getting to, is this really happening? I think it is. But like, it's st- it still could be a conversation if we were allowed to have conversations. But apparently from the Joe Rogan scandal this week, we're not allowed to have conversations. Um, we're only allowed to say what everybody else thinks. And then, and then, you know, like it's amazing as someone pointed out, like all the people who aren't canceled on social media and podcasts and YouTube those are the people that say what big tech and the globalists want you to hear. Oh, yeah. But anybody who says everything, anything different is suddenly a hate person, a right-wing extremist, all these kind of things. So they have decided that the Tiffany Dover issue is a right-wing extreme issue because Tiffany Dover isn't a white, right, white, white ring, white ring, right wing extortionist and extremist. Maybe she was. And Joe... Uh, Leonard is not a right-wing extremist. As far as I know, there's really no right-wing extremism going on. She got the vaccine. They were dumb enough to keep the camera on her, and she pitched over and died in front of everybody. And then Big Pharma went and paid off her family, or threatened them, 
And then a few months later, they tried to make it seem like she actually had an active social media life that was nothing like the social media life she had before. And purely did seem contrived and she hasn't surfaced surfaced since and everybody at her hospital lied and her family lied and everybody lied and all of this could be solved if tiffany dover would just make a video and say hey i'm fine and this is all right-wing extremism so there's no real right-wing extremism involved in this but msnbc has decided that this is right-wing extremism nbc has decided this is right-wing extremism so we know using sort of the navigation of the times that anything that's right-wing extremism is something they don't want you to talk about or they disagree with. So the truckers in Canada, and I think there's blacks and I think there's Sikhs. I've seen all kinds of different races who are truckers, but apparently they're all white supremacists, according to Jordan, uh, 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 Justin Trudeau. So what we can infer from that is Anytime that they don't like what you're doing or you're questioning or you're talking about, they have learned and they've they've gotten they've gotten away with it a lot. They just go, oh, that's right wing extremism. That's white supremacy. You shouldn't talk about that. That should be banned. So we know that the Tiffany Dover issue needs to be silenced. So they want to have Joe on. And they want to call him a right-wing extremist and ruin his life. And I think he's getting ready to do a Kickstarter. Mm. So he's wisely not doing that. He's not giving them the ammo. But here's just a man who's a game designer and likes to make YouTube videos. And as he says in the video, like, Mm. wasn't the initial contract of YouTube be yourself? And so I've come on here and been myself. And apparently, uh, when you're yourself on YouTube, they think you're a hate-filled Hitler. And they just ban you. They don't want you to be yourself on YouTube. They'd like you to actually parrot their points. So why the sudden interest by a major news organization to suddenly start talking about Tiffany Dover? Okay, well, all I can do is infer some things and use the reverse navigation that we've discussed on here. But in effect, they know that vaccine injury is about to be a big deal. And when you listen to people and when you talk to people, it it clearly is becoming a big deal. Everything that we've talked about on this channel, this is something that is erupting. We know that they're pivoting away from it. Like the biggest phony in the entire world, Ted Liu, who is a a California uh, congressman. Total sellout, total commie, you know, all this kinds of stuff. He's now talking about, oh, you know, we need to get out of the mandates now. They're all saying really? it now. Wow. You know, but the Biden administration, the, you know, Jen Psaki, the biggest liar in the entire world, confirmed by my Thai masseuse, mm-hmm. who asked me the other day, she goes, who, uh, that red lady? And I go, oh, that's Jen Psaki. And she goes, she liar. She have liar eyes. And Evil I go, eyes. and I go, yeah, she does. And she go, yeah. She go, you think Trump run again? And if you think I'm making fun of her or whatever, this is just how she talks. I think it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And and I like the way that she thinks. And she's cool. And she's smart. Yeah. You know, she may not be able to speak English as fluently or something. But you know what? I can't speak a lick of Thai. I was going to say, she speaks I can't English speak better a li- than we can speak yeah. Thai. So. But so I'm just telling you just to give you the flavor of how she talks and everything like that. So she goes, uh, you think Trump run again? And I go, I think he's going to run again. And she goes, and both, both the masseuses are, who are in the room. They go. Because we get couples massage. I have four. Not Nick has I have two four. Masseuses I have four. Massage. They did tell me an interesting <laughs> thing. I'll tell you that in a second. Um, and they go. Uh, 
good. We like Trump a lot. We like him. So I'm just saying, like, I was told only white supremacists like Trump. <laughs> but apparently these Thai ladies like Trump, too. Just you guys might want to think about that. It may not be white supremacy. And all the Vietnamese. Oh, the Vietnamese. Nail, Don't even get ladies, them started. They love him, Man, too. the Vietnamese, the only thing they love more than spring rolls is Trump, man. Yeah, they, they love, love that dude. So your mileage may vary. Anyways, the masseuses told me that they used to work on Kobe because he would go to the same place that I would. And they said they had to do forehands on Kobe because he was so, like, he, his legs barely made it on the table. And they said he was so tired after the games that he wanted to get it over fast to get it done. So they had to have, he had four hands. They, they don't say two people worked on you. They go, you want two hands or four hands? Wow, that's four funny. hands is a little Caligula for me. Yeah. But I guess it makes sense for him if he's sure. like, I want the same amount of work done in one hour that I that it would take two hours. Okay. Right. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense if you're... If you haven't had a Thai massage, I highly encourage getting it. It's a different kind of massage. It's a sports massage, and it's a lot of stretching and flexibility. If you can find a good Thai massage, it's really a great thing to get. So what we can infer from this is that the, the, the vaccine injury story is about to come to the forefront. Here's going to be my guess. They're going to go ahead and say a lot of people who are vaccinated are becoming injured and dying. And here's the twist they're going to put on it. They're going to say that this is happening because the unvaccinated didn't get vaccinated. Oh, yeah. And they created so many variants that the one vaccine that everybody received should have been more than enough to handle the vaccine but the unvaccinated created a superstorm of variants and thus that is why everybody is actually being injured by the vaccine i think they actually will say that the vaccine's injuring people but they'll blame it on the unvaccinated creating a superstorm of variants and they're going to defang they're going back to clean up the vaccine injuries now that happened before the variants could arrive and one of the first ones you have to go to is Tiffany Dover because mm. that happened on day one Good I'm pretty sure on that. yeah that was they have early. to clean her up big time because mm. there wouldn't have been time for variants or anything like that that's true so that is the sudden interest they're going to blame the vaccine the vaccine injuries and they're going to say that they are vaccine injuries but they're going to still manage the hat trick of trying to blame it on the unvaccinated again a lot of stories aren't flying for the left lately but it doesn't seem to prevent them from continuing to lie it's weird that at no point in their decision tree matrix do they ever just say what if we just told the truth what if we just laid it out there do you think people would respect that i think that they would yeah but these people like it's like they're unable to tell the truth about anything. Yeah. And and I bet if you could get into their personal life, they can't even do it in their per- they couldn't even give you a straight answer in their personal life. Yeah. Because that lying is a muscle and the more you use it, the more it's just going to turn on like that. So my guess is they're going to cop to the vaccine injuries, they're going to blame it on the unvaccinated. And then they're going to have to go back and 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 clean up these things. Um and say that you know the uh, the uh, the people who died initially or were harmed initially in vaccine injuries weren't actually harmed. I agree. And with it's you. really all a right wing conspiracy that got out of control. 
Tiffany Dover had a drug, undisclosed drug problem that no one knew about. And that's what she died of. She did not. That was a right wing conspiracy that anybody ever died or dropped dead on camera from a vaccine injury. Which is hilarious because when you look at all her pictures leading up to the debacle, the terribleness where she Mm, died. (laughs) No, but you she looked like the opposite of a person that had a drug problem. She looked like. Squeaky clean and sweet and, you know, nice and everything like Somebody that. Somebody in this feed uh, who is a police officer, and I think they initially maybe looked up her, or they had access to sort of uh, um, uh, warrants and things like that, and they actually said she's listed in this state as as requiring, as, as you know, as right? meth, and that there's a warrant out for arrest. So... I do think that they did attempt to slander her reputation and say these things, but then they doubled down and tried to say that she was alive. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, but I do believe, and I have said before, I do think the Tiffany Dover story will be the thing that ultimately unravels everything. And real quick, back to your theory on uh, the play that they're probably maybe going to try to make on like blaming it on the unvaccinated, right, with all the variants and stuff. I would say I could see them doing that, but it's really stupid because the point is like, even if that was, even if that was true, you guys still messed up by trying to force everyone to get it. Cause clearly <laughs> the unvaccinated are still better off. Even if you're trying to pretend that they're the reason that it's happening to the vaccinated, which, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but clearly I would still have been better off than if you didn't force me to get the vaccine. So it's kind of a dumb argument, but they don't have, a lot to go on so they're gonna have to just say something so i think you're right i like the way you think toots thank you now say that's the podcast and that's the podcast